Chapter 29 Aftermath Bosch, September 15th, 2360 I hear the doors opening and feet running toward the direction of the explosion as I calmly walk the roads toward Teddy and Miriam's house, a dozen blocks from the base. I pass Dawn's pharmacy and Azizi's corner grocery before coming to the little white house Takai and I and the kids stay at when we visit Bosch. I pause and look at it. It was once the house Mama and Papa first lived in when they were married, when Papa was a captain and Mama a newly minted midwife. It's quiet now. My family was at the event and now have likely been stashed somewhere safe until the explosion can be reckoned with. The house and yard. And even the two trees in the front look lonely without a family. And I wistfully imagine a world where my family might have lived there permanently. But that won't happen now. I hope you find some family who will love you like I did, I say to the little white house, before I head the few blocks farther to Mama and Papa's, well, Mama's house. As I come up to it, I look at the brick house and front porch. I love that swing in front. It just felt like home when I would sit and feel it sway with me and whoever decided to join me on it. I look at the lantern plants and the fading echinacea. Soon they will be brown and dormant, waiting through winter to grow again. But Papa won't see them sprout and green in the spring. I pull a steadying breath in. I step inside the gate and up onto the porch. The house is so quiet. Well, of course, everyone is at the event and now trying to figure out the explosion. I open the front door and turn to my left into the formal dining room. I'm unzipping my pocket that holds the envelope Papa had given me when I feel a presence and look up. Mama is here, standing in the doorway from the kitchen quietly looking at me. I hold her gaze for a moment as I place the envelope on the table. Mama knows. I think she has known from the start. I swallow and then clear my throat trying to find my voice. I'm sorry, Mama, I say in a loud whisper. Then I look at the floor, turn, and head out the door and down the road toward the base. The base is abuzz with troopers running about, trying to make sense of the explosion. The Bosch are pirates, and we are unafraid of battle, but there have been no incursions from beyond our borders for decades, mostly thanks to Teddy's leadership. So I know all hands will be on deck until it is determined that the explosion was not an attack. I make my way to Bosch Hall and, though the security had been tightened in response to the possible attack, there's a guard from Teddy's day who knows me well and waves me through. I head up the stairs to MC Miles Baldwin Bosch's office. I try to smile appreciatively to the guard as he motions me on, but I have little capacity left. I arrive at Betsy's desk. Miles has wisely kept her on after Teddy retired. She gives me a long look when I ask to see Miles. Then she reaches out and picks up one of my hands in both of hers. We will get through all this together, dear, she says. I look at her curiously, but Betsy always has seemed prescient, so I shrug and nod. She opens Miles' door and motions me inside. Miles is on his comm taking notes, and I hear him ask for the caller to pause. God, what can I do for you? We are in a bit of an emergency here. I pull in my breath and stand at attention, my feet close together and my hands at my sides. I look straight ahead as I say. The explosion was my doing, sir. I've killed Master Commander Emeritus Teddy Bosch. I'm here to turn myself over to your custody. There's an extended silence before I hear Miles say into his calm, I'm going to have to call you back.